Blog Talk Radio. Job seekers, career switchers, have you heard? Have you heard? TCEnow.com is the place to go for career transformation. And um, it is always the first place that I recommend for people that I encounter that are real, that are transparent, and they're ready to just be who they are. I listen to everybody eating the TV network. This is real relationships, folks. This is real. This is really real. If you're a career engineer, I'm having a wonderful conversation with six months ago. I'm like, Tom, and I was like, I'm going to call you Coach Tom. I was like, I'm going to call you Coach Tom. Yeah, you call me whatever you like. Just call me. Ah! <laughs> this network is like my family, but I love this environment. You're entering TCE Radio in five, four, Ready, steady, go. Hey, everybody. It's 12 noon here on Thursday afternoon here somewhere in America. And remember, TP Radio can be listened to locally and around the world. Today we're having a very important show, a very important conversation, COVID-19 and our emotional health, our mental health, our brain health, whatever you want to call it. We need to talk about this about now and after, and we have a great guest on the show. I'm going to give you a little bit more about her in a second, but we're going to be interviewing and chatting with Dr. Uh, Portia Walls, who's just an amazing woman in her own right. She's also not only is she a CEO of uh, Rawls Psychological Services, uh, providing help and hope for folks going through this, but she's also an uh, author of a new book. Because, you know, y'all got time on your hands, so you need to open up a book and stop looking at the news all, the, all day long and read a good book. And she's launched a book uh, back in March called Sisters in the Fire. We're going to talk a little bit about that. That's a book actually about the, the first uh, black female firefighters. Isn't that something? Something different to take your mind away from this COVID. But let's let's keep it real. Like I said, we've all heard people say during this entire pandemic, you know, social distancing does not mean isolation. But how do we maintain our emotional and mental health? I've been locked up with my family now for two months in the house. Y'all, this is real. I need to get some help, right? Because um, what we should do, what should we be watching out for? Uh, what is the new normal or the next normal? Is it okay not to be okay? When do we reach out for help? So we will be talking uh, with Dr. Portia Rawls, again, the CEO of BallSites.com. You can check out her website on that website. You can find out more about her at BallSites.com. She's a professor. She's a clinician. She's a retired firefighter and, again, author of the new book, um, Sisters in the Fire. So let me give you some contact points right now. We will be taking live calls with you for about 30 minutes, which I got 27 left according to my clock. Uh, our hotline number is 516-387-1850. Uh, you can also find us everywhere on social media, at Career Engineer on Twitter, Facebook, and some good stuff. Let me read a little bit of her bio, and again, I'm right on her website, Raw Site. Dr. Portia is a licensed clinical psychologist and the, co- the CEO and founder of Walls, also known as RPS, um, a behavioral health practice. Where she has a team of therapists that do all kinds of things. She, re- she received her bachelor's degree from Stanford University and her doctorate from Regent University. Uh, she also is a, she works in the capacity of being a clinician, a professor, a consultant, she uh, is also online faculty at Saybrook University. Uh, the PhD, she has a PhD, which is clinical psychology. And, again, she's a retired fire, fire In fact, a little bit of trivia, she served 13 years with Norfolk Fire and Rescue 
but she retired as a captain, being the first African-American woman to reach this rank. And she knows when we're talking about um, when we're talking about mental health and how to get together and stay healthy. So, hey, Dr. Porsche, I want to thank you for carving out some time to be with us this morning or this afternoon on CC Radio. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you so much, Francina, for having me and just giving me the opportunity to talk to your audience for just a little bit about what all of us are living in. Um, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you're you're my go-to, so that I don't help hurt nobody in this house right here that I've been with for about eight, <laughs> eight weeks or more, I think about it. So in your practice, because we know you have a team of clinicians, you're based right here in, in the good in Virginia in the 757, but in terms of, of mental health and emotional health and COVID-19, I mean, what, what are you seeing in your practice today that's different than, let's say, three months ago? Um, I, one of the main things, I'm going to be honest with you, is for those who are married or have significant others, we're seeing a lot of folks come into marriage and couples counseling because they're bickering and having discord in the home just because of being in close proximity with your significant other for such a long period of time, um, all day long. You're not getting that break of going to work, and no matter how much you love a person, um, there is mm-hmm. a distance some natural distancing that's needed. So we're seeing a lot of that. Um, Anxiety um, Mm. is on the rise, obviously, because of the uncertainty. People don't know, you know, for those who are currently laid off, or even for those who are working from home, they don't know if their jobs are going to be secure, um, depending on how the economy continues to go. And we're seeing that. We're seeing depression. uh, We're seeing fear. Um, just because, mm. you know, just the way this virus acts, you people can be walking around and be carriers and they have no symptoms. So a lot of that and just um, a lot of despair. We're seeing challenges with children. Believe it or not, children are even exhibiting or showing more signs of depression because some of them are, you know, not able to connect with their friends physically. They're doing the maybe Facebook online kind of thing, but not really having that time. but And on the flip side, I have some clients who are staying there enjoying the isolation because of, and some kids that are liking being out of school because they're not dealing with all the bullying and stuff. So it's very interesting. Oh. Some of the dyna- dynamics I didn't expect. Okay. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, I mean, so, we, so here's what we're looking at. In the last, I think we've all been on our COVID stay-at-home orders in most of our most of the country with uh, about like 60 days, like we shared. So you're sharing, you're seeing the anxiety. We're dealing with the fear um, and, and the despair. And, and interesting you mentioned the married couples, because I, I can speak to the, <laughs> to the married couples piece there. Um, you know, you love your person, you like them a lot, but wow, man, when we, I think when we did go to work for eight hours of the day, uh, that did have some value, but it's all good. We're, we're finding a way to, to reconnect. So with that going on, particularly with, um, like when you say the word of natural distancing is, is, is normal or or maybe it's part of the human condition. So as human beings, were we meant to be um, the way we are? I mean, were, were we meant to like not be so connected to folks um, right now? Because I mean, I've heard some conversations even from my own clientele too that, you know, I think naturally humans need to be hugged. <laughs> humans need to kind of, you know, we're not used to, to being isolated as, as a species. I mean, is there any, any – uh, and maybe that's one other reason that your practice is getting more phone calls. It's just not natural for us to be alone. Oh, yeah. We're, by, by design, we're social social creatures. I've always said that, even in my 
when I'm teaching my doctoral students. By design, humans are social creatures. We are designed to be in relationship. We are designed to have social, you know, connection with one another, whether it's friendship, whether it's romantic, and it and and it includes a variety of relationships. So it's not just your family, it's friends, it's coworkers. So right now, most of us, if we have a family or if we have a significant other, that's all basically who we're talking to. Uh, unless you, oh. and if you're working, from, yeah. So if you're working from home, you may have a little bit of connection with your coworkers. Maybe if you have a virtual meeting or something like that. But just think about when you were going to the office and, yeah, you guys are all working, but how many times do you get up and you have a brief conversation? They call it the water cooler conversations um, at the office, and all of a sudden that's missing. So the only person Mm. that you're now talking to, your main conversation is with your family or friends or whoever's in your household. If you're by yourself, it's even, you know, it's even more challenging. There's nobody to talk to. So the question is how do we substitute or replace those connections that naturally happen when we get up in the morning, get dressed, and leave out of the house and go to work? How do you replace that? Yeah. Okay, now for some of yeah. So that is, yeah, how do you replace that? So that is the challenge many of us are facing. Okay. Wow. Hey, we're having a real conversation talking about our emotional health, our, our most emotional health, our mental health, and keeping it real. What COVID has revealed and what we need to do to maintain and sustain. We're talking with Dr. Portia Rawls. She is the CEO of Rawls Psychological Services. You can catch her website rawlspsych.com to see more about her and her practice and what they're doing and all the things that we're talking about. What we need to do here. If you have a question, you want to ask her a question. Hey, I got the doc on the radio, y'all. Busy lady, I got her on the phone for 30 minutes here. Uh, you can call 516-387-1850, 516-387-1850. Raise your hand, and I can bring you on if you're going to ask her a question. Again, those of you in the chat, if you have a question for Dr. Portia, I will read your chat, and we can definitely go by right through there. So, Doc, you said something a moment ago that which I think we, I definitely want to get into. We know kind of what's happening, why it's there, why, why your phones are ringing, why your telehealth appointments are ringing, right? Because as you shared, humans were not designed to be this way. So what, how, what are some things we can do to, to substitute those relationships that we're missing um, so that we can maybe have some tips or solutions? What if I am at home and I know I'm getting a little, a little tit or I'm getting a little anxious, <laughs> Oh, I'm getting a little depressed. Are there some <laughs> things people can? I mean, I'm not saying I am, guys. I'm just saying I'm trying to get. I want to make sure I'm doing nothing crazy. I don't, want, I don't want to kick the kick the wall, right? But what are there some things folks can do now before we? Because I often going to ask you about symptoms when we need to call somebody like you when we how we can't handle okay. this now. But what are some things we can do at our homes to do that resubstitution or to to make things better while we're going through this COVID nineteen period? Well, there's a couple of things. First of all, you need to we need to establish a routine or a structure for our day. So, for example, if you get up at a, you need to get up at a certain time, you know, take a shower, get dressed. I don't you don't have to get fully dressed like you're going to work, but there needs to be a daily routine that you carry out. I'm telling people that pick something, one thing that you can do almost every day that is something that you look forward to. Okay, so whether it's exercising, whether it's taking a walk, whether it's reading a book, whatever that may be for you, pick that one thing and try to incorporate it on a daily basis so it gives you something to look forward to. The other thing is whatever platforms, virtual platforms, you can meet up with people 
Um, I know a couple of that are becoming real popular right now that people are doing virtual, you know, everything from meetups to social gatherings uh, with friends and with families. That's a way of keeping that mm-hmm. social contact. Some people are doing it nightly. I, I know one family that they're getting together on a nightly basis just to talk and hang out. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? What you been up mm-hmm. to? Um, some people are doing virtual happy hours now. You know, I would ask to watch the consumption of the alcohol, but <laughs> there are people that are doing um, virtual happy hours. So anything like that where you can talk to people face-to-face in real time is helpful. Um, mm-hmm. Also, some people are doing drive-up family gatherings. So I, I just recently heard a neat idea where family they just drove up to one of the local parks in the parking lot, made sure the cars were, you know, that distance, that six feet distance apart, rolled down the windows, and they talked to each other. And um, <laughs> that was a way that they kind uh-huh. of, yeah, they broke. And everybody had to stay in the car, but they were, you know, talking and carrying on to one another. So that may be another way, too, to, um, awesome. to, to break that isolation. Wow. And so we're hearing, guys, again, the communication because I know we all have said, I mean, we see it all the time, social distance does not mean isolation. I think some folks truly isolate themselves, like, right off the bat, and then they're having some repercussions of that. But as a doctor, Fortune just shared some things that you can do. So if you're not doing some of those in your household or with your family members, consider doing that. And, and even though, as you shared, Dr. Portia, we've got these great, you know, we got Zoom and we got WhatsApp, but... How about the good old-fashioned telephone, like just picking up the phone and calling yep. somebody on an old-fashioned telephone? Is that is that beneficial? Sure, that's beneficial, particularly for our older listeners who may not be as computer savvy or may not even have computers in their homes or smartphones. Um, just picking up the phone and, and talking to people, that is just as effective. Anything that you can do to talk to another human being and connect, to another human being, even for a short time, you know, that is, um, that is very beneficial. I know some people, you know, one of the biggest apps I'm hearing is the one called House Party, and some people are just going into people's rooms and just, hey, I'm so-and-so, and I just want to talk to people now. It takes a certain personality <laughs> to do that. <laughs> wow, yeah. But, oh, don't give you know, ideas, but right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but some people are making new friendships, even in isolation, because they're coming into rooms, and people are like, well, come on, join us, and they're finding out, hey, I got something in common with these people. So, you know, there are some positive things that are coming out of this, even in the midst of a very challenging and very chaotic um, time right. in our history here. Yeah. Right. Hey, guys, again, we're keeping it real, having a conversation. We heard some tips of what we can do at home make sure we uh, keep it uh, healthy in our households. We're talking live with Dr. Portia Rawls. She is the CEO of Rawls Psychological Services. They're based here in Virginia. Uh, but they, she can serve anybody, I'm pretty sure, because she's, a, she's that wonderful person. But RawlsPsych.com, you can check them out, see what they're all about. Um, again, you're welcome. We thank all of you listening online. I thank you, Erico 704. We got Erico 718. We got Erico 252. Thank you very much. 757 is rocking it. Thank you very much. But if you have a question, focus being quiet. I know when we say the word mental health, people get so nervous over the word mental health. But, hey, guys, we've got to stay healthy. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to break that stigma. That's why I say sometimes emotional health or brain health. I guess that's the new one. But, folks, we got to keep it real. So if you have a question, our doc is in the house. She's on the phone. 516-387-1850, uh, 516-387-1850. If you have a 
question or comment for Dr. Porter and post in my chat, same for you. If there's a question or anything, I'm more than happy to read your questions and answer, answer a question for her, ask a question of her. Now, I, I do want to jump into some things that we need to give you a call. But before I do that, I want our listeners to know, uh, prior to COVID, we, we all had a COVID world. Um, again, you're a professor, you're a PhD, you're a, uh, you, share, you have doctoral, you have a university that you're helping other doctoral students get their degrees and all that. But you're also, you know, you're also, you wrote this really uh, incredible book called Sisters in the Fire, okay? And it is available on Amazon, guys. You can literally put Sisters in the Fire on Amazon, get your copy, go to her website, rawsite.com, and see about it um, on the, her homepage and everything. So, so one reason I want to, I know we're talking mental health, I want to transition to, like, some normalcy. Because I think right now I have so much time. Maybe I need to read a good book and take my mind off of CNN and, and other news stations that most of us are plunged into hearing all the news. And it is what it is. But tell us a little bit, for those of me to have a respite, and here's a good respite opportunity, tell me a little bit about Sisters in the Fire and what led you to write that book and a little bit about what it's about. And it might be a great activity for some of us to do something different and not be so stressed out with COVID. But talk about your, your book, Sisters okay. in the Fire, for a minute. Sure. Uh, Sisters in the Fire is a collection of stories of the first African-American women firefighters here in the United States. Um, what I did was I went, and I'm one of those. Most people don't realize that the first African-American woman firefighter didn't come into the fire service here in the U.S. until the 1970s. So what I did, and many of these women I knew, I met them during my career, but for those of us who came in in the 70s and 80s, we were the first and second wave of women who integrated the fire, black women, African-American women, who integrated the fire service here in the U.S. Um, there's never been a book written about our experiences and what that took and what that was like. So I decided, people have been telling me for years, oh, you should write your story, you should tell your story, what you went through, what you experienced. And I was like, and I finally realized that it wasn't just my story. It was a collection of all of our stories. So I went, took about a year or two just to interview those women, those that were willing. I'm going to be honest. Some said it was too traumatizing what they had gone through, and they didn't want to. They talked to me, but they didn't want their stories in the books. So I captured the stories. It's women from the South, from the East, um, all over the United States uh, that were the first. Most of them were the first. Some of them were actually the first woman ever hired by the department, not just the first African-American woman, um, but those who were instrumental in just breaking that barrier. I think it's a good read. It's not a long read, but for me it was a um, project of passion, but I think it was something very necessary because our stories have not been told. Um, most people don't even realize that as early as 1971, um, 1974, 75, that we were just starting to integrate the fire service. So that's what it's about. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's pretty exciting. Um, I would encourage you guys to get a copy, like Francina said, it, you know, other than re watching the news and all of the COVID-19 woes, um, to find something that's inspirational. I wrote it to be inspirational to those who may be the first in their field or in their discipline or in their organization or their agency or wherever you may be in life that you were the first, so you are the first, and so how do I transition and how do I, you know, navigate that space um, as an African-American woman? So that's basically in a nutshell what the book's about. 
awesome. Sisters in the Fire, you guys, you can, of course, find it on Amazon, use the title, or, again, if you're watching our show, which, of course, you are, some of you are listening to it online and on the phone, but you can click the link that's in our show description, get right to it, or go to her website, wallsite.com. She has a link to it right to Amazon, but telling those stories. And, look, folks, we can get some education and some respite as we're dealing with our mental health as we're dealing with COVID. So I definitely, like I said, I wanted to definitely interview her way back when just to talk about this amazing book of real women. But we got into COVID, and, and like I said, the whole mental health piece is very, very important. And uh, I, wanted to get, I wanted to make sure we talked about that book before we went further. Um, so I tell you what, I'm going to take a quick, quick little break, guys. Uh, don't go anywhere. We're going to come back. We're going to get to those times. When when should we call reach out for help for calling some like Dr. Porter's office or someone like her? When do we know that now? Because uh, you know it's okay not to be okay, but if you are not okay, what do we need to do? So don't go anywhere. We will be right back here on TCE Radio. A push-up moment from the career engineer. Failure happens when you try to become something you are not. There is no one on this planet just like you. Learn to embrace and accept your originality, your body composition, the hue of your complexion, your voice, your essence, and your professional style. My message to you, accept who you are. Thank you for listening. This is Francina Harrison, the Career Engineer. Conversation with Dr. Portia Rawls. She is a licensed clinical psychologist. She is the CEO and founder of Rawls Psychological Services. You can also call also RPS. You can find them online, RawlsPsych.com. Of course, if you go there, you can find them on Instagram and their Facebook, uh, their Twitter, and all kind of good stuff. She's also the author of Sisters in the Fire. She just talked about the great book for you to get right now to read while you're in COVID and stop watching all that bad news. I mean, we want to be aware, but we've got to be careful about being consumed. Uh, Dr. Porter is also a retired firefighter, was one of the, uh, with the first um, African-American female to meet, meet the rank of captain. So she knows what she's talking Even that story, her, you being a firefighter and going into being a clinical psychologist, that's a story right there, <laughs> how you went from one to the other. That was pretty powerful in its own right. Um, but prior to us coming, uh, as I said, I wanted to get into the do's, like when do we know we really need to make that call? Um, we got some tips earlier about what folks can do at home, but um, from your advantage, Dr. Portia, when is us not being okay something that we need to reach out for, for help? What signs should we be looking for? Even just for us, but even other family members we may know going through something right now. Well, if you start noticing that you're, you're, start, you're, not, you're no longer eating or your appetite is starting to diminish or go away, um, you're having problems sleeping or you're sleeping all the time. If you're having problems just getting up in the morning and getting out of bed, if you start seeing you or your family members and they're walking around in the same clothes two or three days and they haven't, you know, they're not showering, they're not bathing, okay? If people are just starting to be more irritable and angry and and or they're starting to use more substances, they're starting to drink more and consume even though it's alcohol and it's legal, but you're finding that they're 
starting to drink and consume more alcohol, things like that. Um, that's when you start, you need to reach out to someone like myself or any other mental health professional and to, to seek out services. You know, right now we have a lot of people um, that are just seeking us out for supportive, what we call supportive care. It's not like they have mm-hmm. some type of debilitating mental health disorder, but they simply need that support and a place to, to talk and to just a place to vent, a place to just air out all of the concerns that they may have at this time. Um, and that's therapeutic, that's, that's helpful, that's healing, that's keeping them stable, that's keeping them in a good place. But any of that stuff, if you see any of that going on, you need to reach out mm-hmm. for some help. And, and you may not need to talk to us every week. It may be every other week. But um, it, it, can be, it can help you to get through this process um, and this space that we're in as a nation, really as a world. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. And why don't you share for folks that uh, if they, uh, again, we know we have your website here. Listen to our, our, our show uh, information at wallsite.com. You can definitely visit the website. But if folks want to make a phone call to you, can you share your, your contact information if, if they want to reach out directly? Sure. The information is 757-493-2912. That's 493-2912. Love it. So, again, folks, you can, you know, if you see those signs of yourself or maybe your loved one is seeing it in you or you have family members or friends and you're seeing some of that, you know, it, it's, it's okay not to be okay, but we can't stay not okay, right? We need to reach out and get the help we need in the support of services and things of that nature. So, Dr. Portia, what i like to do, I know we only have a, believe it, look how fast a half hour goes. I've got like four minutes left of the show, but maybe in a minute or so, if there's something else that you'd like folks to know or um, maybe giving them maybe a challenge for your next week is coming, uh, what's some things they can do differently to keep their mental health and emotional health sane, I'll give you the, the final word and maybe 60 seconds or less. Give us some of that Dr. Portia wisdom. On the spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the things I really wanted to point out, okay, one of the things I really wanted to point out, please understand that you're going to have ebbs and flows during this time of um, stay-at-home orders or quarantine, as I just call it what it is. So there may be days that you're going to be really doing well. You're going to be feeling like I can get some stuff done. I feel like I want to get up. And then there may be a day or two that you may find yourself really being down, um, and, and that's okay. It becomes problematic when you stay down. And I need people to understand that we're also going, this is a national trauma that we're going through. And it's also many of us are going through some level of grief or feeling of loss because life as we knew it prior to COVID-19 is no longer available to us. And it may not be after the fact. So, I mean, that's the reality Mm. that some of us are more in tune to than others. So understand that some of us are grieving certain things that we have lost. So just realize that and know that's where you are. But if it gets to a point that you're really debilitated, then you need to call someone else. So those are the two main things that I wanted to um, point out. And the last and final thing is please find something that you can look forward to even in the midst of this. I, you know, mm. for me, it's exercising. I love to exercise. So every morning, every day, I have something I'm doing exercise well to get my physical body moving. And that has been a lifesaver. I had structured my day. 
Um, so whatever that may be, maybe looking at a good movie. We, you can do virtual movie nights with your friends. You know, they can be looking at the same movie. You can be looking at, say, y'all can be on the phone. You can be FaceTiming. You can be whatever you may be using. You guys can be enjoying. So whatever it is, find that one thing and put it into your daily routine. I'm loving it, guys. Find that one thing, put it into your daily routine. Thank you, Dr. Portrait, for being here. You've helped us to get educated, to get motivated, and know what we need to do to stay healthy, to sustain and maintain during COVID-19. Thank you so much, and we really appreciate you. Okay, uh, thank you for having me. No worries. And listen, everybody, uh, we'll be here. Let me tell you right now, if you missed this show live, it'll be available on demand. You can listen to it anytime. Remember, we're with you, TCE Radio, right here every Thursday at 12 noon, right? I should say same station, right? But y'all get it right here. Uh, radioshow.tcenow.com gets you here. Remember, our hotline, 516-387-1850, 516-387-1850. Make sure you find us everywhere on Twitter. Like, you guys know, I often say I'm like luggage now. I don't go away. I just get better. It is good luggage, right? But anyway, at Career Engineer Everywhere Across the Universe, uh, tcenow.com if you can find us. And like I said, we want to make sure we bring great guests to you that can help you inspire Keep it real, keep it rele- relevant, keep ourselves educated. And instead of watching all that news, guys, get a copy of Sisters in the Fire, right? It's available on Amazon. You can go to Dr. Porter's website, rawsite.com, and get your copy right there via Amazon. But open up a good book. Go to the park. Sit underneath the tree. Read a book. Put your mask on. That's all I got to say. Hey, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Dr. Porter, thank you so much. And, guys, be blessed. Stay safe. Um, follow your rules. Come on. Put the mask on. Social distance. Stay prayed up. They'll be okay. I'll talk to you guys next week. Have a great weekend. See you next Thursday.